Good morning to everybody, good afternoon and good evening to wherever you're at in the world right now, whoever's listening to it. This is your boy OG Bernie, this is the Let Burn Podcast, and I hope you're enjoying your morning or afternoon or evening or nighttime right now, whoever, wherever you're at listening to this around the world. Let's talk my shit, let's get this going, Let Burn Podcast, burn. Let's start off with the fuckery right now. Um, forgot who's who is this little nigga that got beat up? Well, not beat up. Well, maybe he did get beat up. Who knows? Who cares? He goes by the name of Rich the Kid. For the last couple of weeks, maybe months, him and Lil Uzi Vert has been going back and forth. It started. It pretty much started when Uzi Vert was getting tired of his record label, and you know, Generation Now is owned by Don Cannon and DJ Drama. Two veteran producers, DJs. You know, if you heard of DJ Drama and Gangsta Grills with the whole Wheezy shit, the Drought series, that's that's DJ, that's Drama. Cannon, he's a little. He, I forgot where Cannon was. I think Cannon's a producer. Cannon was a producer. The last time I heard of him was the Cannon. <laughs> Fuck that track with him and Busta with Busta Rhymes and Ti. The Cannon. That shit was that shit was flames. The beat was hard. Also, that's when I last time I heard of Don Cannon. But they both got her. You know. They both are under Generation Now, that label. And they're on their artists is Uzi. It's, it's cross-promoted with Atlantic Records also. So it's, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of people that got their hands in the cookie jar for Uzi Vert. Uzi Vert was complaining that he, you know, he, he can't, he's not able to drop songs the way he used to. And, uh, you know, as a mainstream artist, that's just, that's just, that's the ter- that comes with the territory, you just know. You just you're just not gonna be able to promote. You're not gonna be able to drop music the way you want to drop music. You know, as opposed to being an independent artist, you can do whatever you want. You know, and the money's going back to you 100%. In this case, like I said, it's not. You know, and, and especially with this label, this label is strategically. You know, they strategically drop songs. What's gonna benefit them? What's gonna be able to get the most money? Like you know, I forgot all my EXO tour life. EXO tour life, like I said, his biggest hit so to date. Top ten hit, or top five hit, whatever. You know, he was able to he was able to get over like nearly a billion a billion streams on that shit. He was able to walk away with a mi- almost a million dollars when you when you pretty much cut it off and slice it to everybody. He got about nine hundred thousand dollars. So you know, Generation Now Atlantic Records they're looking at it big picture wise. You know, what's gonna be able to sell more? And sometimes you know. Uzi don't care about that. He just wants to drop songs for the fans, you know. And I, I get his point. And I guess during the, I guess during that little beef he had on Twitter, <sighs> Rich the Kid, you know, I get it. Rich the Kid, you know, you you're, you're bossing your own rights, you know. I believe he's he's a, he, I believe he's independent. He's, a, he's he's definitely independent. He's he's the listen. He, he's Rich Forever Records is his imprint. That's solely him. He's the boss. The people he got under there, like Jay, what, Jay Krish and um, Famous Dex. If I'm not mistaken, YBM, Almighty J also is, I think, a part of it also. If not, not, not Yamir, I think Almighty J. If not affiliated, but even regardless, you, you, got, you, got some, you got some hot niggas on your label. So, you know, Rich the Kid, you know, he decided to, you know, get, get involved into this bullshit. Talking about, oh, I can sign you for 30 racks. Come to my squad. I'll make sure you get your money. 
And, you know, rightfully so, Uzi Vert just, you know, he say, man, fuck out of here. Fuck all that. Yeah, I don't think so. I ain't going to be underbossed by no little bitch, nigga. You know, maybe that's not what he said, you know, word for word, but you get what I mean. Uzi Vert's not being signed by no independent nigga. Not for no fucking dirty racks. You know, and like I said, he's, he's got all the reasons to say that. He's got all the reasons to say that. Let's just be let's just be clear right now with this. Uzi Vert, like I said, he might be signed under a lot of niggas, but you know, his music, his music, his music is streaming on most of the fucking Spotify sites. He's gonna get his money, no matter where you know, where the stream is coming from. Much more than what Rich the Kid can do. Because now, to Rich the Kid's credit, he is the boss. So automatically, when the money does come his way. When he does hit a, like a platinum single, it's going straight to him. It's not going to three other people that's going to be sliced down to just go straight to him after that. It would be going straight to him, none more, none less. So I'm just giving y'all some content so y'all to just let that sink in your head, the, the situation was going on right now. Uzi Verf, he might be getting a lot more money, you know, where he's at right now seems that he's a bigger artist. But it does got to go through a couple more heads before it gets to Uzi Vert. Now, however money he gets out of it, he gets out of it. But also, don't forget, if he's probably, most likely he's, he's in a 360 deal. The whole turn and merchandise and everything else. Like I said, the label is going to back you up. They're going to promote you the best way they can. They're going to get you out there and money to lower. So it's not like they're not going to, you know, they're not going to hold you down, you know. And pretty with the generation now, they're probably they're trying to make sure they give Uzi the best chance right now to be successful. As for Rich the Kid, like I said, he's on his own. You know, whatever he does, he's gotta do that by himself. He's gotta push the he's gotta push the singles, he's gotta push the records, he's gotta make sure that shit stays hot. And if he does it the right way, you know, he's gonna he, listen, the money's going back to him, so it's always a debate when it's what is better, independent or you know, mainstream. And I just show you the variables of what they have to do with independent, you know, it's all you, but you have to, you pretty much, you pretty much in charge of everything that comes with that song or the whole tape when it comes to promotion and marketing and just, you know, shelling out money for everything like that. It's if, you know, unless you already got the money already to just, then by all means go for it. Main Street, not so much, especially if it's 360, you know, you're pretty much owned by these other labels right now, publishing and everything else. And, you know, if Uzi Vert is smart enough, hopefully he got money. He's got his name signed to some management deal or publishing deal that could probably help him also. But nonetheless, it's, it's still part of a different type of company that's making money off you anyway. So, uh, with that being said right now, back to this situation. Richard Kid opened his mouth. Uzi said, fuck out of here. They kept, they're going back and forth. I believe Richard Kid dissed them first. I believe he did. I think Richard Kid dissed him first, and then Uzi dissed him back. So automatically, they've been going back and forth with records on Twitter, online nonsense. They just been going back and forth. A couple days ago, you know, most of these you know young artists, you know, or just on artists on the come up, there's always different type of hip hop events. You know, like Rolling Loud is one of the hip hop events. You know. South by Southwest is one of them big hip hop events. This was a, there was a pop up shop in Philly, 
and you know, Richard Kidd was in his, his home, his, his friends was there. Motherfucking Uzi Vert came out, pink fucking sneakers, white, white shirt, sweatpants. My man had sweatpants. He ain't had no goddamn, you know, flexible, you know, suspect ass gay shit on him. He had, he, he was ready. He had the pink sneakers on too. I don't, listen, I've never seen Uzi Vert dressed like a hood nigga in my life. So, the fact that he was, he looked like he was ready for war at that point. He's ready to go in on Richard Kid. You know, and it kept, you know, like I said, from the clips I was seeing right now, Uzi Vert wanted that smoke. Uzi Vert wanted that smoke. Richard Kid was not ready to start no shit with no nigga. He didn't look like he was prepared for this fight. And he surely wasn't because. I don't know who hit him, either one of his mans hit him or Uzi hit him, but somebody hit, somebody hit the nigga. Richard Kid jumped over that fucking, um, that movie stale, whatever you call it, table. He jumped over that table. One of his mans told him to fall back, fall back, it ain't worth it, it ain't worth it. And it definitely ain't right worth it. Two things a rapper don't need to get, don't need on, on fucking video. To get smacked and get your shame taken. Now, congratulations, Richard Kid. You might not got your shame taken. But you still must take the L because you you acting like you want that smoke with Uzi Vert. And Uzi Vert look way too small right now to be trying to get some smoke from you. Nonetheless, right now, you take an L just because you talk, you, you talking all that big boss shit. You want to be a boss. Now you got the opportunity to be a boss. And you fucked up. You fucked up. I don't, even if you wasn't ready. You should have been ready at this point. You supposed to be ready at all fucking times, honestly. You're a rapper right now that, that, that just wants all the smoke. You gotta be ready at all fucking times right now to be on guard. Your man's gotta be ready also. Everybody gotta be ready. So the fact that you know, you took it upon yourself to just stay still. Now get me wrong, Uzi Vert is definitely little. He's definitely fucking low. He's like five feet two and shit. He's definitely little. But Uzi Vert showed heart like a motherfucker. I'll give props to Uzi. He wasn't with none of the shit right now. He's gonna prove a point right now. He's the moment he's seen you pop up. How he's seen you pop up, I don't know. Might be time for you, might be time for you to stop you know, sending out your locations of where you at right now. Especially you're in fucking Uzi Vert hometown. You're you're in here in his area right now. Uzi Vert ain't got Uzi Vert, like I said, he's part of the mainstream wise, so I don't know what they're doing with him right now, music wise, but you know, he got he he has some free time. If you're that big of an artist right now, like Uzi is, I, I'm, you know, I wouldn't even be around this area. I would just be, you know, get back to the booth, dropping some shit that's gonna be approved by the record label. But none, none, nonetheless, like I said, Uzi versus fuck this. I'm gonna come pull up. He pulled up. He pulled up. His, his homies pulled up, and it was, it was, it was finito. It was over. Rich the kid can't say shit right now. I don't want to hear another Rich the kid talking bad about Uzi Vert or dissing him again. No sneak disses, no full-blown disses, no talking about, oh, my niggas got the strap. You're lucky I ain't have to strap when I seen you, nigga. Oh, I don't want to hear that, Richard Kid. That's, this is, that's probably the only time I have to say, man, just please. You've been exposed. You're pussy. And no amount of, you know, change or money or hits you got is going to change the fact that you're pussy. From the video that, from the video, from the first video of Uzi coming out, it almost looked like he was just by himself. And if he was by himself with your niggas there and just you looking around, looking stupid. Mm. Mm. But then again, Almighty J tried to pull up on you also. You gave him a mall. So you probably is pussy. Who knows? 
But you're gonna take you gonna you have to take this L. You're gonna take this L today. Sometimes an L is a you know a loss or a lesson. And I'm gonna give you both because you lost and you do need a lesson. Watch him, watch him out when you talk to another nigga. You don't want that smoke, you don't want that confrontation. Don't get involved in a nigga's business too. So L for you, Richard Kid. Shout out to Uzi Verse. I don't fuck with you like that, but I do respect that you was trying you were trying to keep it to what it was supposed to be. And that's about it. So back to the NFL. Donald Trump and the Eagles were supposed to have um, pretty much a celebration for the Eagles winning the Super Bowl. And I'm a Phillies fan. Actually, no, pause. I'm an Eagles fan. I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a big time Eagles fan. Since Donathan McNabb, Deuce Staley, even Tom Pinkston, bum ass. I was Freddie Mitchell, so I was big on them. And then over the last couple of years, throughout the changes they made, you know, it, I just I sucked it up for what it is. It is what it is. And then. You know, this this, this this last season right now, how this team was able to... This team had a complete team that i never seen before in my life. You know, it wasn't all... It was like everybody fit inside one piece. It wasn't nobody dominating the position on everybody else. It's just they fell together. The defense played great. And we was able to, we was able to survive Tom Brady of all people. I didn't think it was possible, but, you know, we, 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 we just survived. We survived in the end. Um, nonetheless, Eagles won, and you already know how how every time you win a championship, you go to the White House. And it's not been Trump has not really been that good right now, and you know, you know, just teams coming to him. If I if I reckon, if I'm not mistaken, the Warriors the Warriors didn't do it last year when they won because of a situation when Steph Curry didn't feel comfortable going. Trump said, fuck it, you don't feel comfortable, none of your team's going. And that's, that's, that was the case. LeBron called him a bum. Um, what, me saying that right now, many, the whole, pretty much the majority of the Eagles team wasn't going. The majority of them is African-American. They don't feel, they don't feel that they, they don't feel they should go to a president who's been, who's been trying to discredit the NFL and pretty much them for, you know, speaking their mind when it came to the flag and rather than raise their hands or kneel down. And I, you know, like I said, to each their own, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pledging allegiance to the flag. I pledge allegiance to the, you know, soldiers that risk their lives. My brother's a soldier. My grandpa was a soldier, so I'm not raising my hands for no flag. Not at all. Now for them, the soldiers, of course flag I don't think so too much bullshit history with that flag alone nonetheless that was where the heads of most of the Eagles players was at right now Trump said fuck it yeah you want to do that shit since you know I ain't trying I ain't either all or none that was what Trump head was at so Trump said fuck it you know about yeah none y'all got gum now for the people that came to waste their time is you know before that you can come join you know a special day where we all salute to the national flag and you know, that's about it. Now, you know, whoever wrote that statement, who, the press or whoever, y'all fucking stupid. By far stupid. I think they, they are, most of the players on the Eagles are exercising their First Amendment rights, you know, freedom of speech. And they do, they just, they, they, don't, they don't feel comfortable being at the White House. They don't want to be there. 
Not by a guy who's, he's a bigot, he's a racist, he's sexist. He don't, he don't, qual- he don't qualify to be no, no fucking president of the United States. But it don't matter what I think because it don't, because this is, this is America. It's all, we just have, it's, a, it's just about opinions. It's not about factual evidence or anything like that, it's opinions. No matter how bad he is, he's still the president of the United States. Um, this is still, it's still not, it's still not good that, you know, you're now just canceling shit. Because he did that shit with the whole Steph Curry thing. And I'm pretty sure Steph Curry was just only one player, you know, who probably would never have went. Others might have followed, but I'm pretty sure somebody from the organization that would have came. And the same for the Eagles. Eagles was not, you know, they wasn't really too worried at all. Rather than not somebody, you know, came there or not. They didn't care. As long as somebody from the Eagles are there. And I think that should, that's the only, that should, and that should really matter most because those guys wanted to have the opportunity to go to the White House. And I respect the fact that other people didn't want to do it. As is, it's been done many times and people never went. I'm pretty sure when it came to George Bush, there was a couple of players that didn't want to pop up and do fucking White House photos for them. And, yeah, Trump went too far. Stroke went too far. Stroke went too far. And um, I don't know why nobody has addressed this to the full extent. But um, that's somebody, something had to be said about that one. I'll, I, I'm not, I don't got a bigger bathroom than other people, but I'll, I'll say Trump is an idiot. And Trump is always going to be an idiot. It's not like we didn't know that he's going. We didn't know that. He's just been an idiot from the dump. And no matter what you say, Trump, listen, Trump, it, all Trump cares is about what he sees in America and his opinions. And that's it. Not that, you know, your opinion don't matter, but in his head, your, your opinions don't really matter. He's, already, he's trick on what he, what he says, he's trick on what he's gonna do. You know, if you don't raise your hand for the flag, you might as well not be from this country. So, it's like, it's, what, what do you really want? Can't really, can't really pick and choose a battle with this guy. You know, Eagles didn't, you know, they didn't, they didn't really deserve that type of disrespect. But, you know, at least I ain't going. You know, it's better, you know, you, probably, you, you better off doing another celebration in front of City Hall in Philly, Philly. Get a Philly cheesesteak, listen to a Kevin Hart movie, bump some Meek Mill music. And that's about it. No, it's hot anyway. It's no even no point you even going down there. It gets good. Lecture by some bullshit. This is my thing. I don't see the real logic of niggas having side chicks or side bitches or whatever you want to call it. I don't see the whole point of it. If you're with someone, first you know what's the whole point of, you know, doing all that stupid shit? Is it because the shit can't do what these savages do? So straight teach her how to do what savages do. Every, you know, all that shit is unnecessary. For the for, for that's not even the point I'm even making right now. The point I'm trying to address about this right is, it's more for these savages. Yeah, you know, y'all doing too much. 
but also little makes no fucking sense in the fucking world why you even indulge in doing the half the shit y'all do for a nigga who you're with somebody you're pretty much wasting your life to be a coattail or be a pippin to a Jordan you're playing to your sidekick if you're a sidekick stay your role as a sidekick or side or whatever that works side chick or side bitch whatever um I'm re- I'm just making this being known because there was one one of them like like most of them think they can go outside the line and just cross that territory where you already know you know what's your place you know where your place is at don't don't go past don't try don't think you climbing borders unless the guy tell you to and vice versa because there's guys are side niggas also but the females that elevate you don't don't play your role and be happy what it is some motherfuckers don't really get it. They think that this is a come up. No, not even close. This chick, side chick, she, I guess she was trying to make, she was trying to make her statement, she was trying to make her present known that she's fucking with the dude. So, she took pictures of the nigga's dick. Or well, I'm pretty sure maybe the guy sent it to her just to keep her happy and shit. She ran with it like, Oh, that's my nigga. That's my nigga. And she fucking sent it to his wife on Instagram and to his 14 years old daughter. So, um, listen, I heard, I heard, I had a lot of reckless shit. But this is, this is, this is, this is, this is, that, that crossed the line right there. That crossed the fucking line. And the mom, the 14 year old daughter mom, she called the cops on her and you got her, that's, that's arrested. I think that's a exposure to a minor. So, serve her right. Honestly, serve that side bitch right. You deserve to get arrested for that stupid shit. You already know, first of all, you already know your place at this point. The fact that you went that above and beyond trying to, what, you thought that this was going to break up their marriage? It might. It, 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 first of all, it might break up their marriage. Or you might, you might have succeeded in breaking up the marriage because I'm pretty sure no fucking female... Is gonna stay with a nigga that allows this shit to happen. And nigga allows this to happen. You allowed a bitch to send a dick pic to her and to your own kid. You 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 I yeah you're a dummy, my nigga, you're a dummy. And I hope she finds the heart to forgive you, even though I wouldn't forgive you, I'll probably get you smacked. Um nonetheless. I am. Um, she she had to go to. She has to go to jail. She has to go to jail for that. She has to go to jail. There's no other way to go about that. Especially that's that's what was that, Mister? That's definitely Mister. That's definitely that's a felony charge anyway. I think anytime you do something, you do something to a kid in that type of sense. I think that's fucking that's a, that's a crime at, at this point right now. Yeah, she gotta go. She she can't she can't she can't. I don't listen. I don't know how long you gonna keep her. It's probably not even that long, but if it's a misdemeanor or whatever, but bitch gotta stay in jail at this point. You can't just go randomly sending motherfuckers new pics to another chick, let alone to a, 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 a young kid. I'm pretty, and I'm pretty, nigga fucked, he fucked up also. He also takes the blame for allowing this shit to happen. You supposed to, you know, if, you, if, you try, if, you, if you're keeping it to what it is, my nigga, you supposed to make sure she knows the rules are what it is. You're the side chick. I got my main chick. You're a side chick. 
That's the main chick. You're the hot dog. She's the burger. With, you know, with some lettuce, tomato, and everything like that. Play your role for what you did. You're here to do. Now, there's some, there's some, listen, some things a main chick can do that a side chick can't do, and vice versa. Whatever the main chick can't do, the side chick can do a little bit more better. And that's kind of fucked up. It had, comes down to that. I feel like if that's the case, you should not even be with no chick. I think the whole, even side niggas also. I feel like if you're gonna you're gonna go to another nigga because this nigga can't do or satisfies you. Listen, a chick is going to a side nigga because a nigga can't a, her main nigga can't fuck well. That's the only reason why they're going to a side nigga because the main nigga can't fuck well. We're going to niggas going to a side bitch because there's some stuff that a side bitch can do a little better than a main chick. And for all that, no nobody should be together at this point. Nobody should be together. If that's gonna be the if that's gonna be the main case, nobody should be together because this is this is fucking stupid. This is gonna be a revolving thing for years to come and it's gonna it's gonna mess up a lot of people's lives and relationships and I don't know. That just sound way too nasty. He went that far to even pull that shit off. Congratulations though, bitch. Now you're now you're gonna be in jail for I don't know how long. I don't think it's gonna be long enough. But the fact that you thought that you can, you know, expose him, which you successfully did. You was better off just doing it to the wife. Instead, you did. You went too far and got her daughter involved in this shit. Nah, yeah, that's a dub. Also, another depressing ass sad story straight from whatever Coontown hillbilly side of America this goes at. A man has been charged also with um, negligence, one kind of negligence, to commit bodily harm. I think it should be more. I think it should be also a danger. I think wherever that could stay at, I think it should also should be fucking um, endangering the welfare of a, a minor or child minor. I think falls in the same category. I think there's all the above. Um, he was charged he was charged by throwing his three years old son and two years old daughter inside a fucking dryer. While the shit is spinning. Like motherfucker throw them in there and the shit he had he had that shit on spin. Like he let that shit spin. Not it was it was bad enough he throw him in there. That's one thing, but you put that shit on spin on these little kids, and then you posted it on fucking Snapchat. Yo, where's where's where where's where's the where's the you know where's the training for these parents right now? Where's the teaching? How dumb motherfuckers get kids right now? Where's the mom at, honestly? Where the fuck is the mom at for the, all this bullshit? She's letting this shit happen. Seriously, just don't get what the I don't get it right now. How motherfuckers? I'm a dumb motherfucker, but damn, this is beyond. This is beyond dumb. This is this is simply pathetic at this point right now. How motherfuckers allow? Like, listen, the mom, the, the mom should be blamed also. How the fuck you? How the fuck you deal with a motherfucker that got mental disorder? He got. He's that's definitely a mental disorder. He simply he simply throws his kids 
into the dryer to teach them not to be afraid. Graduate, fucking congratulations. Now they're going to be more scared now. They're going to be more fucking scared for what the fuck you just did. They said the court said that he's going to be first. He could be facing one to five years found guilty. Honestly, he should face all five years and maybe, and honestly, he should face more than five years. And then that'd be my black ass doing that shit. Y'all throwing me there for 10 years and I'm in New York. That, that's, that automatically ACS would have been involved. They would have been took the kids. My ass would have been in jail. 10 years at the max for doing that shit. I don't know where in the state they do that shit at, but it ain't, I ain't seen nothing about no ACS being involved in that shit. They definitely need to be involved. That's definitely a negligence on his part right now. I don't care what type of teaching you was trying to give for the kids and trying to make them not feel scared and shit. Do that, just do something else. Do, show, them, show them something else not to be as scared of. Show them a movie or something. Teach them something properly. That's not even close to proper. That is goddamn fucking disrespectful. Now these kids are going, now these kids are going to be scared of a dog and they're going, they're going to be scared of a dryer. These kids are never going to wash their clothes again. They're not even close to drying their clothes. You, I'm happy, I'm, I'm, I'm happy, I'm happy that, you know, he's locked up, you know, $50,000 bond. He don't sound like he got money to even bail himself out right now. So he's going to be there for a while right now. One to five years, he need to do all five. You could have, you could have gave this kid, you could have gave these kids permanently brain damage, suffocation, the whole work right now. They could have died even anyway. That should be attempted murder also, on a part of what they fuck what this nigga did. You, you that, you, it's just that stupid. That stupid to do that shit. Geesh. Put them in. Let's leave them. Put them in the jail. Call it a fucking day. That's it. I don't. I don't care about it no more. Okay, at some point, I, I don't want to talk about this no more, about this whole Drake and Pusha T, because clearly Pusha T won this right now. You can say Drake, you know, lyrically had better bars and shit, but, but this, the whole point of this track is to be disrespectful. And that's what Pusha T did, and he got more disrespectful than Drake. Pusha T won this battle. Everybody's got to take a loss. But nonetheless, right now, between Jay Prince, oh, yeah, Jay Prince, that's his, Jay Prince, that's his name. And Kanye West, whoever called the end this, to me it don't really matter right now. I don't. I personally don't think that this would have gone to levels as Biggie and Pac because the um, different different eras right now, different eras in hip hop right now was the only reason why that was a part. I don't at all think that that's gonna be the case between. Pusha T and Drake. Plus, between there was movements back then also that had forces that you know was just you know people just I think Pac was in Pac didn't give a fuck. Pac won a war, and you can't. There's not much you can say about Pac. And you know I'm I'm pretty sure Biggie probably tried to tone it down, but like I said it was just it is what it is. I don't you know there was. Nice to compare to the compared Biggie and Pac to Drake and Pusha T. Hell fucking no. Not even close. I think the level of disrespect was bad back in the nineties than what it is right now. You know, both of them went too far. Drake should never even got Kanye West off, you know, his wife into the picture and Pusha T same way also. The domino fix started at Duffy. 
And then, you know, the story of Adonis, Pusha T wasn't holding anything back. He just let it all off. With that being said, um, between Drake, not Drake, I mean between Kanye or Jane Prince, whoever called it off, I don't care who called it off, you know, because it don't really matter at this point. Because right now the beef is over. Does Drake have a, does Drake got another track on his hands right now? I don't think so. I, you know, I wanna, there's no point, I don't, there's no point of talking about having a recorded track, whether he has a win or not, just to say, oh, we're not gonna drop it now because it might hurt people's family. I think that's a tactic to just say that, oh, Drake almost got you. No, Drake don't got another track in his chambers. It took Drake too long to even re- respond to one already. I don't think Drake got anything right now to respond to this. Um, he's, I, I just, uh, maybe, like I said, maybe it was best to end it right now. Does Drake, does Drake got something left on him to say something? I don't see how. And even if he does, he, even if he does, Drake does got something to say. Push his teeth wasn't stopping if, unless Drake stopped. So, regardless of what happens right now and what happens, you know, down the line, Push T still wants smoke. If, if it's not with the whole cash money, it's, it's definitely with somebody. But we'll see, like I said, we'll, we'll see, you know, the, we'll see the, the ripple effect is already taking effect. Except Rocky will have to soon explain himself what, does, what did he say to Push T or what does he know. Just like how Drake needs to respond to the whole his son situation, the whole blackface and OVO 40 and everything like that. Just like Pudgy T might have to explain why you allowed Kanye to put a picture of Whitney Houston on a cover of your album. So there's a lot of stuff that needs to be explained. But you know, nobody got that. Nobody's gonna know, and people don't do interviews these days. So maybe we'll get some answers eventually. Early in the segment, I talked about Donald Trump uninviting the Eagles to come into the White House because most of the players didn't agree with Trump's perspective on the national anthem. So, um, LeBron James and Steph Curry has both agreed if whoever wins the championship is not going to the White House. Now, who would have said that Trump is going to still be there by the time y'all go there? Let's, let's be clear about this. Trump is a very old man. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not wishing death on, on him. He is the president of the United States. I ain't wishing death on him. I ain't trying to sound like some type of terrorist. But he's an old man. You know, whatever, you know, just un, you know, unexpectedly just, you know, pass out and just, you know, what, you know, I know, fuck it, never mind. I said too much. I ain't trying to start no shit. Um, as far as LeBron James and Steph Curry agreeing that they won't have their teams going to the White House. First of all, y'all players, don't forget. You might you might be, you know, outspoken leaders in the, in, in the NBA, you know, with LeBron, Steph Curry. There's so many other players that has been, out, has been outspoken against the policies that Trump has implemented in America and everything else. But you, y'all, y'all work under this lattice shit. Y'all might be well-known superstars in your own rights. LeBron's, LeBron's definitely 
some could say he is the greatest of all time. And I think, you know, you can't you can't just knock that from LeBron James. He's definitely played to a point where he is the greatest of all time. Steph Curry is hands down when it's all said and done, if he continues what he's doing right now, it could be the greatest shooter of all time. Maybe top five shooting, just top five shooters of all time ever. Nonetheless, into this topic, when they both made the agreement that they're not going to the White House, who to say other players don't want to go? You two might have made that decision based upon, you know, the actions that happened last year when the Warriors was the first team not to be able to get, you know, selected to go to the White House because of, you know, whatever back and forth bullshit that Steph Curry said to Trump. But nonetheless, you, you don't decide for the other players. If this was a unanimous decision by everybody in the organization between the Cavaliers and Warriors, then that's fair to say. But you two don't make that, you know, you two don't make that judgment that even warranted any type of, you know, resistance to be saying that, okay, hey, Steph, hey, LeBron, what's good? Hey, what's good? When the series is over, it's depending on whoever wins, you know, Carolers and seven, Warriors and Sweep, whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah, both agreed not to go to the White House. First of all, who to say Clay Thompson, who to say from the um, Cavaliers, Kyle Colvin, Kevin Love, um, Gail Smith, you know, so many different players that would like to go. Who for you two to say that that's not going to happen? That, 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 that sounds, you know, I'm not trying to make this into a race thing because I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, you know, somebody will suck it up and go there just to represent the team. I'm just saying, I don't know, maybe, maybe, or maybe not. I don't know. But you, you know, these two can't speak for everybody else in the whole organization that's made of maybe of a 200 people cheerleaders I'm, I'm talking about everybody in the organization GM front office owners I'm pretty sure somebody I'm pretty sure one if not most of them would go the players don't have to essentially go but um front office people it, why does it why does it always gotta be you know to, just the players why Every time I every time I see the champ, somebody win from the championship, the podium, I see just the players. Now they play their ass off for them to get there, but it all starts from the coach. It all starts from the front office, the GM, the president, it, and it trickles down. It trickles up. I mean, to the president, the vice president, the owner, the CEO, the CRO, those people. Why are they not on the podium? Just like the players are, I think if you know if it wasn't for them making the essential pieces to have these players involved, this one a championship would never happen. So that's my thing, but that's for another day. I want I don't want to jump off the topic, considering considering what it is right now. You can't LeBron and Steph Curry, as you know, they have both been ambassadors to the NBA right now. LeBron a little bit much more than Steph right now, but they both been they both been ambassadors. They both has represented the NBA with pride and class. These are your best two players in all of basketball, hands down. They they're your best two players. So automatically they're gonna give you the perspective. They're gonna tell you how they feel. 
And um, they both had stepped up to do that. Yet, yet you, you both can't just make that judgment call. I think that comes down to the owners. And that's about it. Now with the Warriors, it's very likely they might not go, especially what happened last year. You still got the same type of team from last year. So I would only assume for that standpoint that they won't go at all. So I can honestly see the Warriors not going at all just because of what happened last year when um, when Trump just, just told him, no, you're not coming. I can see that happening. Now for the Cavaliers, I don't know the relationship between Dan Gilbert and Donald Trump. I don't know if they're close like that. You know, who to say that Dan Gilbert wouldn't want to go up there, shake, you know, shake Trump's hand. I'm pretty sure he would like to do that. I'm pretty sure if they are friends like that, I'm pretty sure Dan Gilbert would want to go to the White House. It don't matter what LeBron thinks. It don't matter what the team thinks. You're all getting paid under him, so he's giving you out of money. I said, no. I don't know how would that fall into. But either way, I think win or loss for LeBron, I believe LeBron would leave anyway only because this team is, this, this you can't, if LeBron is able to pull this off, there's no chance in hell he can pull it off back-to-back years. Most likely the Warriors would just re-up and get more better players to contend. Or maybe not, who knows. I think the roster, the roster right now, the Cavaliers got right now is just, it's not, it's, it's iffy. Um, a quick, I'll give it one, I'm gonna give myself a quick minute with this also for game three right now, while I'm at it right now. I think to fucking win this game, Cavaliers gotta be aggressive. The Cavaliers gotta go all out swinging. Their role players need to play more than like role players and play regular stars. LeBron, LeBron guy, LeBron, you already know LeBron guy gave you 40 points in order for them to still win this. Kevin Love got come become Kevin Love and maybe hit 30 points, 25 points, whatever. The role players play like role players and help out. And yeah, at home, I think you've got a better shot right now of winning. And hopefully, they might get the you know their prayers might be answered if it happens. If not, Warriors go up 3-0, and that's it. I, that's that series is over. I don't I don't believe there's no chance in hell. Cavaliers come back for that. And that's it for me tonight, today, this evening, wherever you're at right now hearing this. Um, yeah, have a good night, good evening, good day. Like I said, to anybody around the world who's hearing the podcast right now, thank you for supporting it. Thank you to Anchors again for you know allowing me to you know give a platform for myself. And uh, whew, what else? I, I don't got nothing else to say at this point. I think I said everything I had to say for today. Tomorrow's another day. More topics to talk about tomorrow. A lot more nonsense and bullshit around the fucking world. And I'll be gladly to give you my unbiased opinion on everything. I'm OG Bernie. You can personally follow me at OG Bernie. O-G-B-U-R-N-I-E. Twitter. Instagram. Facebook. Musically, you can get me on Bandcamp, SoundCloud, YouTube, and AudioMac. Um... Yeah, you have a good night, good evening, good day, as I said. Peace, peace, Cheerios. Um, Sapase, hola, o, o hola, uh, 
whatever. I'll see y'all later. Peace, love, and hair grease. Burn. <laughs>